up? Okay. We're talking. Mike. We're buying cords. Bachelorettes? Nope, you can't say that. We think, yeah, we can't. You don't buy a bachelorette. You win them with your love and affection. And also we being hot helps. Fuck a mic. But Patman. Oh, Patman. Not Pac-Man, but Patman. Yeah, it's slightly worse. But also everything that I ever wanted. Hello. Hi. Welcome, listeners, to an amazing new episode of We Bought a Mic. Here with your Patman takes, your sad man takes, and apparently your Bachelorette takes. Oh yeah. We're going off. I'm Ernest. <laughs> I am Hunter Mobley. Go ahead. I am Ray. Welcome back, Ray. Just one name. You don't want to reveal your... Yeah, no. (laughs) You don't trust us? For legal reasons, no. (laughs) You have a shady past? And... Uh, No. (laughs) To the FBI listening, no. No. Andrew. Andrew. And Drew. And Drew. Andrew, Andrew. I am eight Publix chocolate chip cookies deep right now. (laughs) Yeah. I need to catch up. You're making the transition to Andrew. So what's it like in this transitioning process? Oh for no, you? I I will never. Oh, okay. I do not want to be right. known as Andrew. I hate that. Guy. Druthany? Andy? That's good. <laughs> what's up, Andy? I've had that before. I've had one time a lady was she found out my name was actually Andrew. She was like, "Oh, can I call you Andy?" And I was like, "No, no you can't. Why, why that's would not you? my name? That's not <laughs> well, I guess I'm gonna call you Andy. Yeah, that makes no no. That's well, not how it works. Welcome back, Ray. Uh, last time we had you on, it was over the interwebs. For us, yes. a Jordan Peele flick. But before that, we had you on for uh, Halloween 2018. Yes. So we'll see if this episode... This is the third spooky movie that we've had you no. on. This movie's pretty spooky. This is actually the most lighthearted movie I think I've been on before. <laughs> yeah. 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 Yeah, yes. so, Star Jordan, Wars, oh, no. Wait, are you saying we're not going to break down the symbolism of John Wick 3? I thought this was us part two. So oh, okay. I'm, now I'm confused. Yeah. I think that when John Wick kick a guy, that means that guy is a bad guy. <laughs> um, but we've what? already talked about John Wick, so let's talk about other stuff. Okay, that's that fair. happening. Yeah, it's catch up time. It's Patman time. And if listeners don't know, Patman is a combination of Pattinson and Spider-Man, Batman, Su- yeah. Superman, the Hulk. Oh, okay. Wonder Woman. Oh, okay. So yeah. Gal Gadot Super is feminist. out. She's out. Dang. They finally figured out that she's like kind of not chill. <laughs> she's oh, like for she genocide. Was, yeah, yeah. Israel. The whole IDF thing. Yeah. Like, not, <laughs> not cool. Yeah. So that's that's uh, uh, Robert Pattinson's agent's whole campaign to getting him the role. Yeah. Yeah. He's not an Israel so, uh, soldier. Yeah. Okay. So I do want to say. Batman frees Palestine. Before we. <laughs> Before we get into the announcement that Robert Pattinson is Batman, I just want to clear out the paint a little bit for myself here. I'm just going to go ISO ball here and say, I did say that Robert Pattinson would be a great Batman whenever we did our Dark Cast recasting. Dark Knight recast. Mm-hmm. I don't believe you. Know, you. I, I cleared Check it out. Check the tape. I, <laughs> right. if, I said that if Freddie can run find the back. tape, he's going to play it right here. And if not, he's not going to play <laughs> okay, it. So. All right, so. That's logical. At us, but, at we bought a mic. But the problem was, at the time, I was just like, how many people have played... I don't even know if I brought this up on the pod, but think about how many people have played two iconic fictional characters. It's mm. like Ian McClellan, Patrick Stewart, and that's about it. Tom Cruise. He's on there. Um... Who else? Ethan Hawke and... Ethan Hawke? <laughs> Hunt. Ethan, Ethan Hunt. He, played, he wore an Ethan Hawke mask. Keanu Reeves, John Wick, and Neo. Mm. Yeah. But I mean, there is I not, there's not a long list. Especially whenever it comes to like the whole like teen genre. Like Think about Daniel Ratcliffe, how hard it is for him to get work in yeah. anything like yeah. a serious note. Um, he's also he, a weird Tuss, looking little boy. Yeah. <laughs> he's just a weird guy, I feel like. Just a weird dude. Tusk. He's just got a hang schlong on Broadway yeah. for the rest of his life. His, his Batman was Tusk. <laughs> <laughs> they um, did announce uh, Rick and Morty season four, and apparently uh, Dan Harmon and Justin Roiland have hung out with Daniel Radcliffe. No confirmation as to whether or not he's in the new season. Wow. We can only hope. Mm, as long as they bring logic back, I'm back in Yo, dude. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Epic. So, 
I mean, are you guys hyped about Robert Pattinson? Um, yeah. So here's is the thing. Is it actually confirmed? No, because they released, like, uh, this is Hollywood Reporter, yeah. which is, like, that and Deadline are the two, like, main sources of Hollywood news. And every other thing is just an affiliate that, like, reports that. The Hollywood Reporter mm -hmm. reported it. So they said he is not it. He's going to be Batman. There was outrage on the internet, on Twitter in particular. And then about three hours later, they were like, he's actually on the short list with just him and uh, what's what's the guy's name? Um, Nicholas Holt. Nicholas yes. Holt. It's Wait, who is that the again? Favorite, is, the favorite and now in token. Yeah, I'll pull yeah, him up for you. You'll be like, fame. I'm going to show you his face and you're going to be like, oh. <laughs> Ray, you're hey, the only one who I, put token on your summer movie wager. You should I, know who I, Nicholas Holt is. I th oh, <laughs> the beast. He's token. Yeah, oh, he's beast in the new The dude from Skins. Yeah, no, you just got to no. say the guy from do Skins. Do you see that face and think Batman? No. No. I could see. I oh could my see god! He was a young skins. Bruce Wayne. Yeah, that's that's right. why I know him from him, with Dave the, Patel, and with Gendry. Yeah, from Game and of uh, Gilly also. Yeah. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah. So many Game of Thrones people. So I, I like Nicholas Holt, but so this was it was obviously like it was the clearest backpedal in history, where they were like, no, no, short list. And it's actually the shortest list of all time is two people. Is that <laughs> technically a list at that it's, point? It's like me saying I have a short penis instead of a <laughs> micro penis. You know, um, and it's. It sucks, <laughs> honestly, because Robert Pattinson is a very good actor. He's, I'd say he's a great actor. We all saw Good Time. We are all immensely fans of that movie. That movie, I haven't seen a lot of his other stuff, and that movie alone won me over. But in general, to judge someone by the teen movie that they blew up in is the dumbest thing in the well, world. Also, Okay, so here's the thing about that movie is that, like... Kristen Stewart is also a good actress, but whenever the source material is that bad, yeah, like, then what you, you can't really do? do anything about it. Why are we still, like, indicting him on something that was made, well, like, ten years ago? It's because it's a neckbeard thing. This is the toxicity of, like, the, the worst part yeah. of nerd fandom is, like, oh, the guy from freaking Twilight? Uh, Twilight is lame. Um, freaking Batman is still a better love story than Twilight. <laughs> <laughs> the, thing that, that? the thing that <laughs> angers me is in... In my Twitter feed, I didn't see anybody enraged about it. No, we follow culture. Yeah, we, we were all everybody was hyped. <laughs> exactly. All I saw was people defending the decision. So the people that are angry about this are either A just normies that are in their own circles, or B just like the minority that is somehow being shed well, a no. spotlight on no i mean we follow film twitter the thing is most people have not seen a movie like good time the vast majority or yeah. high life yeah, they exactly. don't want to watch it the thing is yeah, yeah exactly they, so they all they know from is twilight i looked at the way the way i found the takes that are bad is in replies to the news because every outlet reported the news and in all the replies it was just like fucking gifts of like people shaking their head or whatever they can't like, picture him because they just see edward cullen but yeah. like okay so i mean i love good life i actually think that that was the best performance good of time the year. good time um <laughs> good time and kai life high, the same high movie, no? Um, <laughs> no but i love uh good time i think that that movie is amazing i think he is incredible in it. but if you watch his performance in high life he carries that movie like literally the almost the entire movie is just on his face or him reacting to things and he does so much work to, like, tell, like, yeah. look at how great of a fucking actor that well, I am. Well, the funny thing is, to put him on the list with Nicholas Holt is funny because the vast majority of people do not know that name by name, Nicholas Holt. So they see his face, they're like, oh, yeah, that guy, like, whatever. They, there's not, like, a positive upsurge of opinion for Nicholas Holt. <laughs> like, if they really wanted to spark a debate, they would not have. <laughs> well, maybe that was purposeful then, because they're well, just like, this is the shortlist. This is the other guy, a guy who you have no idea who yeah, the fuck yeah. he is. So. I, think, I think they partially kind of have the yips because Batfleck didn't go over well. <laughs> but that, again, that was not Batfleck's fault. It was the movie's fault. Um People so, liked it before Justice League came out. Uh, like the between, uh, I guess it was only a year in between BVS and yeah. Justice League. That year, everyone was singing praises about Ben Affleck, and then after Justice League came came out, then it was like, oh, well, this it is also bad. helped that his counterpart is Henry Cavill in BVS. Oh, so yeah. it's like, well, he's better than Henry Cavill. <laughs> yeah, I, so. I could have a little wet bag. Um, but yeah, it's just. It's funny because what are they hoping for by saying that there's this short list? Like, no one's going to be like, oh, please pick Nicholas Holt. Please, I'm begging. Like, no, this was just uh, trying to, this was just Nicholas Holt's agents being like, hold on a second. <laughs> Negotiations are not done. What if Nicholas Holt had no idea that he was on the short list for this? And Until he's just like, the news yeah, broke. Yeah, he, he found out, he's like, I, I, 
I haven't done a reading or anything. <laughs> like, what? How do they know yeah. this? And I don't dislike. Is this the guy. an insult to me that they threw my name on here, knowing I wasn't yeah. going to get the role? But it's just that Pattinson is a great choice, and that, and I don't. I hate that. Like people have the capability to bully a studio out of making a good choice. Like yeah, like really Sonic's sucks. teeth. His, yeah. his weird eyes, his give, weird arms yeah, give and body. Sonic braces. Do yeah. we do we think that this movie that Matt Reeves is making is going to tie in to what's already been established with the I, the newer movies like Shazam or Aquaman or, I, or the upcoming Wonder Woman sequel? Probably just so they can salvage whatever they already have, like just a, like a slight tie in. Yeah, like because a little Shazam bit. didn't address Batman that much, and then Aquaman, I'm guessing, didn't because it's underwater. Like they, they made, mention it. There's one line. Yeah, like they tertiary. So there's really nothing, to, no canon to work into mm-hmm. as far as that goes. They gave themselves um, wiggle room. Yeah, and then, the, like you said, the Wonder Woman movie is upcoming, so they can modify that movie to yeah. fit what they want to do. They can have Batman. her looking at some un, some whatever files on her computer with whatever <laughs> logos, some nondescript security yeah. footage that just sets up the yeah, new Batman. Yeah, just get of her typing. Yeah, like, all a, the drone footage of yeah. all the different superheroes yeah. you know, just doing their thing. Yeah, her bombing Palestine. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's how. That's what Kevin Feige needs to do in the new Marvel movies. We just need more footage of the superheroes <laughs> being set up via uh, computer yeah, we programs. Need to see files that say files, like, logos, yeah, computer files, load, load up Superman. <laughs> I don't know about Tane, uh, but yeah, I really hope Patman gets it. He's a better actor. I he would can. Say. Well, I think like, that he, he is can. A great actor. He can do both things. He can be. Um, I almost said Bruce Banner. That's not right. He can be Batman, but also he can be Bruce Wayne. Well, he has a massive chin, and he could get beefy. And honestly, I want to see it. I want to see beefy. Mm. You know who I'm pissed didn't get the role? Who? John Hamm. (laughs) No, his body is too weird. He'd be a great (laughs) Bruce Wayne. He would be a perfect Bruce Wayne. Do not buy him as Batman. He's too old. They're going for someone way too old. That's that's the bigger point. He's old. But John Hamm would be an amazing Batman. The real question is, Batman. what are they going to do with the rest of the casting from here? Like, who's going to be, like, the Joker? Because well, they gonna even be, choose to no, have the No, it's going to be the Penguin they announced. And then yeah, like, that's the Bring rumor. back Danny. Bring Danny. back Danny. Danny is so good. That would be, be so funny. That would be lit. Yes. Tie it back oh, into Michael oh. Keaton. Oh, here's a take. Bring and, Birdman into it. Um, <laughs> This is something that uh, Greg Noonan, uh, friend of, of the pod. show, said... This should be a Batman Beyond movie that brings Michael Keaton back as Bruce Wayne and Robert Pattinson is Batman Beyond. If they're doing Batman Beyond, they should have had Michael B. Jordan or like somebody else because... Yeah, but, you know, we're still operating under the the rule of Papa Trump Orange Man. (laughs) We just need to maintain the white supremacy of Hollywood. Actually, if you look it up, uh, Trump back in the day tweeted a lot about Robert Pattinson. Yeah, that's right. Oh, and yeah, his he's relationship. Re- yeah, he's really yeah. into it. He was so weird. He was very invested in their relationship. <laughs> yeah, um, he really would weird. like retweet paparazzi photos. He would give him a lot of advice, but not at him. He would just be like, <laughs> no. Robert Pattinson, here's what you need to do. Yeah, Hopefully Pattinson you find this to, tweet. He needs to dump that hoe and... <laughs> Like really weird. Anyway, as long like as we're on Kristen the topic Stewart of this, cheat uh, on you. as long as we're on the topic of this Batman, though, uh, in previews for the movie we saw this week, I saw the trailer for the new Joker movie by Todd Phillips, starring Joaquin Phoenix, and I got excited. I, I have you guys seen it? Oh it's, yeah, it's a, I haven't seen it on the big screen, but I saw it online. Wow, and, oh, have you it seen looks it? Great. I have. I'm very extremely on the fence about it, just cause like it looks like it's going to be a good movie. It's a good trailer. It's a good trailer, yeah, for sure. But I just feel like it's going to be like just some very serious drama thing, which I don't mind. Mm. But I also want like Goofy. him to squirt out something out of his flower, <laughs> shoot yeah. out a weird gun that just says "bam." Like I want like, like the animated yeah. series, yeah, just like actual Joker shit. Well, just, I, like a little, just like a little I bit. Did it's kind a comic of, book. That was my one hesitation behind the trailer is that like I am wondering tonally like what it's going to be but it's Joaquin Phoenix and Joaquin yeah, no, he's just great. sign up for anything he's amazing but in. I do think because Todd Phillips has historically been a huge comedy director I mm. think that this is going to be his try of like pure drama like I think uh. he's going to be like no now I'm I do dramas um, I think there's going to be a good tinge of dark humor in there I'm I mean, sure uh, yeah I would hope so but I mean Joaquin is is a really dark guy <laughs> yeah um, but I'm excited nevertheless Speaking of me being disappointed about John Hamm not being in Batman, though, whoa, let's talk about mm. John Hamm being in Tag. Okay. Oh yeah, let's okay. do it. 
Okay. So, yeah. Is that why you brought Ray, up John Hamm earlier? Is because you were trying to transition? <laughs> the the segue we segues. For Ray, the fans have been waiting ever since you tweeted that Hannibal Purse is not the funniest person in tag. Like, who could it be? Renner? Hamm? No, no, it is John Hamm. When oh. the first, okay, quick spoiler warning for tag. It's right tag. Now. It's fine. All right, no. first 10 minutes. First 10 minutes. <laughs> when he throws, when John Hamm throws that chair at the glass wall to escape and then just immediately bounces in his face and I just lost it. I was like, yo, this movie's great. This movie's <laughs> gonna be this movie's gonna be awesome. And we then from there it just it. gets better and better and better. And like None of us saw it. <clears throat> Wait, none of you guys saw it? No. No, me and oh. Ernest tried to go to a screener for it, but it was, it was full. Oh, yeah, I thought you guys had there. seen it. I was, I was nope. like, we tried. Yeah. We ended up, we were already at the theater, so we were like, we might as well go see something. We yeah. ended up seeing Ocean's 8. Oh, mm, quick review for that. Not good. Women be criming. <laughs> <laughs> just, just kidding. I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it. <laughs> No, dig your toes <laughs> in the review. Yeah, no, no, no. You did, see the, you did <laughs> see the Met Gala social media posts, though. So oh, that's yeah. basically Same like thing. half the movie. Yeah, and it was everything in a dig in me life. Yeah, um, yeah, so, yeah go ahead, though, about Tag. Uh, no, Tag was very, very good. It was just like surprisingly good. It was like a background movie for me. Mm. And like I said, after that first scene with John Hamm just whacking himself with that chair, I was like, okay, no, I'm actually into this movie. And the only like really unfunny parts are from the trailers and like that's it every other part when they're like trying to land a bit or whatever i'm like this is like really really good i was expecting to go into it with just like they're really like gonna have hannibal kind of hold it up almost yeah and then have what's his face the the hangover jake, guy jake johnson oh no, uh ed helms ed helms i thought they were just have him do his hangover kind of thing <laughs> but it was like touching and like it's just i'm not gonna spoil it for you because there's actual like story to it which is it's That's not like anything wild, you know. It's, it's, like, it's, it's yeah. based on a true story. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And is it true that maybe it's the game that's keeping them together after all these years? <laughs> maybe, maybe Wait, that's we, what I spoil. The we need together. to know how do Jeremy Renner's CGR CGI arms look? It is okay. So I was looking for that the whole time because I like remember. I think you guys mentioned something about it before. Yeah, it's like CG. So he broke his arms and they had to digitally replace like the very cast early with in real the, arms. Yeah, very early in the actual like making of tag. Mm-hmm. So oh, it's in okay. most of his Because he's wearing a lot of sleeves, so I thought mm-hmm. that was part of it, but like It probably is. That makes sense. They might have already just had him in like wearing sleeves, but like there's only one part where his arm looks like waxy. Because <laughs> his veins like they gave him like he's like still really ripped because he's still in like Avengers I mode. Mean, yeah, he's gotta he's yeah. gotta shoot those arrows, man. Yeah, no, you so need like, big arms to do that. His one arm is like weirdly veiny like rubbery veiny and other than that like it looks very normal well, like I, I was very surprised i'm like that's where all the budget went maybe because it's just like <laughs> they're just in normal places like there's no like yeah, big yeah. sets or anything like there's a wedding but it's like in the very like a normal like yeah low budget location, wedding not yeah, a, yeah not a set yeah um i'm glad to hear that ham is funny though like he's the funniest oh no he's it's like ham oh. is hilarious like as a guy yeah yeah no he's like naturally funny is the thing i've seen him like in a like on Hannibal Buress's podcast, he literally just drops by real quick because he's like in the neighborhood or something. <laughs> and then like just he just he's like really old too. I didn't realize this dude's like old old. Fifty. Yeah, yeah. He got he got famous later on. Oh sure. yeah, hundred percent. Be like RDJ status. Yeah, for yeah, sure. Like, he's not for Tom, sure. Tom I mean, Hanksy like, almost. Yeah, because he is like he's more attractive than Tom Hanks though. Yeah, but like, he went on SNL a couple times back in his original Mad Men run, and it was like jarringly good. Like mm-hmm. it was like, oh, he is what's funny about this. It's like Paul Rudd did it uh, this Saturday, and it was like, oh, Paul Rudd's funnier than all these motherfuckers. Yeah. Like, oh he's yeah. He's actually yeah. really funny. Um, so it's good for him. I did see a tweet back when that movie came out that was like. He must have the worst agent in the world because he's doing this goofy comedy and that's fine, but he's not even playing the cool guy. Oh, yeah. (laughs) And he's John Hamm. He's Don Draper. And he didn't even get that. He gave the cool guy role to Renner. I still need to see so good, though. Like the whole dynamic of their friend group is really great. Like they've got like the one stoner friend, but it's not like he's just like that typical, like lazy, you know, just very tropey kind of thing. He's just like constantly smoking weed but it's not like oh i need to stop what i'm doing to you know go smoke. Let me he's just like my doobie he's just literally just like non-stop smoking weed and it's just like so funny to me because this dude literally in every like 
plan and scenario they have like to get Jeremy Renner, he's literally just smoking weed. Is it Hannibal? And it's just like, no, it's uh the dude who plays Spider-Man, not uh Jake Johnson. Jake Johnson, Jake Johnson yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And he's just like the whole cast is just insanely insanely funny. funny. Yeah. yeah. Him, you know what? Him and uh, John Hamm play off each other, and the whole movie is a thing because they're like kind of rivalrish in their friend group, and it's just so so good because John Hamm is like this big successful businessman, like Fortune eight hundred company kind of thing, mm. and what's his name is literally just like a that stoner, shit, yeah. yeah. And let's, it's just let's great. watch it. No, definitely twenty eight hundred percent recommend Watch it for the pod, yeah. All right. This is really 2018. Did you guys know that's based yeah. off a true wow. story of like real friends? Yeah, they show them at the end in the right. credits, and they do. They look nothing alike. It is literally a bunch of old white guys, like, and there's like ten of them. And you're like, how did this movie get made? <laughs> oh, one of, no, for sure, one of them knows on like a producer because they're all like, you can tell they're all very well off dudes because it's just like them like vacationing oh, together it's such everywhere like a wealthy white person movie <laughs> just oh like, oh we kept up this game of tag going through our 50s yeah that it's movie must have been a blast to film it's 100%. technically a hit it made 54 mil off of a 28 million dollar budget dude they just went to places and like filmed it it was like a vacation i'm sure for them because they yeah. were just like at cool places and then just absolutely do little bits in like a mall a restaurant <laughs> a church and like that's it it's very right, simple, guys, but we're gonna great. watch it. Tags right. 2018. That's what Ray's been watching. Drew, right. I think you got a little something. Um, something, something. Well, we had, uh, we realized before pod, we had slim pickings as far as catch up goes. Uh, so I want to talk about a show that's it's been on for a while. It has started <laughs> on YouTube, uh, and then it moved to Netflix. Uh, and it, you know, steady, steadily episodes keep getting posted. It's called Off Camera with Sam Jones. You guys have probably seen at least clips of this on YouTube. This is the black and white. Yes. Looking, yeah. It's an interview show with this guy, Sam Jones, who he's a photographer. And he actually notably directed that Mumford and Sons video that has like Ed Helms and all the funny guys in it. Like oh, Will, okay. Will Forte. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So this dude, Sam Jones, he's he. He's a really, really renowned photographer. He he's in with like a ton of different crowds. He used to be in the skate scene and stuff, um, like and, shooting skate videos. Yeah, and this is just an insanely straightforward interview show. Like you said, it's in black and white. At first, I thought it was a bit pretentious. Maybe it is a bit pretentious. Um, but anything he, to get views, man. Well, yeah, it's it's a weird model because there there are clips on YouTube. That's how he started, and then he made a website called OffCamera.com where you can pay a little bit to watch like hour-long really in-depth interviews with these people but then also uncut but then also a lot of the same interviews are on netflix too um there are some that haven't made it to netflix and might never like maybe the more high profile guys um but hunter hit the jewel too yeah hard. jesus i'm coughing i'm getting that buzz i'm mm. hotboxing this place you let the fan go and that's here. how you know it's real <laughs> um but yeah, this is a really straightforward interview show. It's just, you know, it's it's a two shot. There's, you know, one camera on Sam, one on the guest, uh, which is oftentimes a comedy person or a very high profile actor or just he, he has a few skate people. He had Tony Hawk on. Uh, it was awesome. Of Max Keeble's big move. Yeah, thing. The, guy from, the guy from the dream sequence. In Max yeah, Keeble. you might not know him from anything. Yeah, else, that guy. Yeah. But... Um, but yeah, I loved watching that one because uh, Tony Hawk is a really interesting guy, mm. and that was a yeah, it was it was a cool interview because Sam Jones. One thing that he's great at is uh, listening. He he'll ask a question, but he lets these people run for a long time, like just talking, which is uh, like a lot of interviewers have a lot of trouble with that. Like they they will interject too much, or they will just create an environment where it feels like it needs to go back and forth. Because normal conversations are just back 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 and forth like a game of ping pong. Mm-hmm. But a really good interview is one guy who I don't care that much about what Sam Jones is saying. I want to hear this other person. And he lets them go on monologues for a long time. So if it's a person... You could say he's like the anti-Pete Holmes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> he's he's never like... Shots fired, Pete Holmes. You yeah. heard me. Yeah, he's never like, uh, what if God was like a freaking illusion, dude? <laughs> hey, it's just like, yeah, so let me get back to plugging my movie that I was just... Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so if it's a person you're interested in, it's totally worth watching because you're mostly just getting that person. Um, Sam Jones, something about him initially did rub me the wrong way. I don't know what, because he doesn't do anything offensive. He just, I don't know. I don't know. I, I, that's why I didn't even want to say it, because he does, he did bother me on some weird visceral level. But, like, 
He's but most, you don't watch for him. No, you watch for the yeah, guests. And he does ask good questions, and he mostly is just listening. You can tell his basis for the interview itself is Dick Cavett, I would say. Because um, well, if you've ever watched old Dick Cavett episodes from like the 60s, that dude was an amazing I was going to say, do you think that that's why it's in like black and white is because it's meant to be like more of a classic style yeah, of interview? Kind and... of. Because, yeah, uh, Cavett was the gold standard for a lot of people we see on late night nowadays. Not Jimmy Fallon, <laughs> not James Corden, but like <laughs> other other. I mean, pe- it's not a classical thing to throw water on each other. Oh, dude, that shit cracked me <laughs> up, dude. So great. So great. It was then that I realized that stars are just like us. Uh, but it is, it's, it's a throwback. Uh, the black and white is also because, you know, he's a photographer. He has some kind of vision going on. A lot of his photographs are in black and white. Mm. I've seen, uh, but he, he is a great photographer. He, so like I looked at his website on Netflix, uh, looks like we got three, three seasons, seasons worth. of 10 episodes. Yes. And then there are individual and each one is an hour. Yeah. You, so you'll get like Ethan Hawke is on there. He yeah. has a really heady cause Ethan Hawke is like a space. I dude. love me. So they have a crazy Hawk. talk. Will Forte is interesting. Uh, I, I watched Tony Hawk's. I loved Tony Hawk's because, uh, like I said, Sam was in the skate scene. So these, I learned so much about Tony Hawk. That John Hamm is on here. Yeah, John Hamm is a good one. Chris Pine. Yeah, low key the best Chris. He, he, oh. I, that's Ooh. that's wrong. Holy that's a Dave Grohl, Robert Downey Jr. You know who's the acting best like Chris? Chris Tucker doesn't exist. <laughs> <laughs> You're acting like Jesus Christ doesn't exist. <laughs> you piece of shit. Uh, but yeah, it is a really solid uh, show if you're interested in the in the guest. Okay. Um, and so the, did you just like skip around? Yeah, I, I, on, on Netflix or you watch well, on YouTube? I initially back like years ago, I was watching them on YouTube because there. Are are the, pe- but those aren't an hour long. No, but there are people on YouTube where there are clips like five minute clips, and these people's full episodes are not on Netflix. Like you still have to pay to watch them, like Bill Hader or John Mulaney. Oh, okay. Um, but, so you can watch their clips on YouTube, and if you you know, it's a, it's a good background show. It's not like a ultimate focus show but it's yeah. it's a good interview show rashida jones famously yeah, of, i did i watched some of hers of dating ezra cohen fame <laughs> that's sexist <Yeah. laughs> oh, sorry rashida of being uh uh of being talented in her own right fame of yeah of tag oh. fame oh is she in tag yes for oh, like, man her role is literally just to like be there it's like oh rashida jones is in this okay is she the one that says maybe it's the game that's been keeping you guys together this whole time <laughs> no she oh, throw that shit. in there you know. uh, hey guys tag is on hbo it's also on i think we have to oh, watch you know what else it. is on hbo on Hulu. game Sorry. of thrones <laughs> and max keeble's big move so only the big hitters yeah mm-hmm uh, and now, you, guys, you guys are looking at me like foot. you want me to pop off. Small foot about <laughs> I had put that away in my we head. Keep, keep we keep part two. it up for I'm you. Like, I'm like the uh, the Cocoa Puffs animal thing, the cuckoo for Cocoa. <laughs> like, if you bring it you up. Any cereal mascot? Yeah, I'm <laughs> like all the cereal mascots who are Just addicted to cereal. Addicted cereal mascot. That sugar hit. So, off camera, Sam Jones on Netflix. Do recommend. What else we got here? What else you got that you would definitely recommend? Well, because me and Hunter are going to pop off about The Bachelorette uh, to close the episode. That's our big close. Oh, yeah. But before that, there are a lot of shows in this vein because The Bachelorette is low-key one of the top five most profitable (laughs) things on TV. Like, it makes dumb money and it, it doesn't have that big of a budget <laughs> well no it's one of the few tv shows where people actually watch it live yeah like that's it, yes. it's still like a thing because people want the same way that i mean not nearly in as big of a thing but it's like with game of thrones now with the last season that people want to watch it live so they can be part of the conversation people do that the same way with the bachelorette after I watched the episode, I got on Twitter and everything is trending. Yeah. yeah, it's one of those rare. Like usually, it's just live sports and then like Game of Thrones. Those right. are the and then The Bachelor. Those are the main things that trend. Like if you see a series of names trending on Twitter yeah. that all sound really white, it's because of The Bachelor. <laughs> um, anyway, though, so I think Fox, what you're trying to say is that Game of Thrones is the same level of quality as The Bachelor. Listen, I, from what I've heard on Twitter, that might be true. Yeah, yeah. all the writing is the same. Same yeah. writers, essentially. Yeah. <laughs> no writers. <laughs> um, but Ooh. yeah, so Ooh. Fox has released a, con- a competitor to The Bachelorette franchise. It's it's actually an offshoot of a British show. It's the same premise. The uh, Office? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's called uh, Paradise Hotel. And this is a horrible show, and I really would love to talk about it. Um, 
It is. I saw an ad for this on Facebook that was just two girls kissing each other. Yes. That was the whole Are you sure ad. That's the ad, not just oh, a page yeah. that you had liked. <laughs> <laughs> because the, uh, I mean, uh, honestly, a big appeal of shows like The Bachelorette or any like MTV VH1 like type dating show is that it's like hot people uh, fornicating. Like you watch them court each other and fuck and stuff. Yeah. That's the whole appeal. On that night vision camera, the yeah. really creepy one. Yeah, The Bachelor has a veneer of being classy when it's really so trashy. But it has the veneer <laughs> of like, oh, we're wearing ball gowns and we're making out. Yeah. Like, it, it's still so trash. This, but... Is this what people do in L.A. now? They're yes. just like, well, I don't have over 10,000 followers on Instagram. And my acting slash modeling career is going nowhere. I hate waiting tables. So, 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 but, so yeah, that basically this show, but it's actually people from, it's like The Bachelor where it, like people send in audition tapes. It's a lot of people from Miami. <laughs> I'll tell you oh, that. But, but it's shot in LA. Um, I would, I would guess so, but it's, it's like, you know, a nondescript tropical paradise, paradise hotel. So the whole premise is that all these people were selected they all come in to this paradise hotel that's mainly just places where you can wear a bathing suit and make out with other girls and stuff. Mm. Uh, it's a bunch of like insanely jacked guys and like hot girls. And the whole objective of the show, quote unquote objective, is they have to every week you have to match up with somebody. You have to be like, all right, this is my partner for the week. And you have to be on the same page or else that person could like get with someone else and then. Whoever is left without a partner at the end of the week gets voted off the show. Um, so it's one of those, you know, it's another one of those shows. It's like gamifying love itself. Um, but this is in the vein of the MTV shows. It's not trying to be The Bachelor because it's trashy. It's insanely like trashy. Like the real world? It's like no, well, have flavor you, of love. Have you guys seen Are You the One before? No. No, no I've so, seen Room Raiders, though. Is, that, <laughs> is it close to that? Yeah, but those are for, like, kids. Those are for, like... Kids, because yeah. those are like college people, so it's for like high schoolers. Like we yeah. were in like middle school when those were out, and we were like, "Yo, that's what it's like when you're older." Uh, <laughs> these are for like a little older than that, but still just like like trashy people to be like, "Man, what if I was hot and on the beach?" <laughs> and it's are you the one was a show on MTV that I actually really enjoyed, even though it was the one of the trashiest shows out there. Like, I mean, I love like Room Raiders and Next yeah, and oh, all those yeah. shows. I oh, love them. No. Mm. Um, we are we're all familiar with my parabola theory of watchability. Next, <laughs> that's an that's like a ten on the watchability. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, are you the one? The whole thing was that all these people did was hang out by a pool and get absolutely trashed every single day. They're all so fucked up, and but that show had a better game to it because it was like. They all are have a predestined match where like they took these like huge psychological quizzes and then the makers of the show paired them up with someone and they have to figure out who it is. But because they're all fucked up the whole time, only like one or two people on the whole show actually care about the game and the rest are just like fucking each other. And it's amazing. It's hilarious because they don't like limit the alcohol. Like they let them get like blacked out on camera. <laughs> it's like a social yeah. experiment. Exactly. Kind of. There's like dudes in like lab coats in the back just checking boxes. And <laughs> so stuff. that's what this show is trying to be. But the game of it is so bad because every week there's only like one or two people who are on any kind of bubble. Everyone else is like fine for the week. You know what I mean? Because it's like, oh, I don't want to be the one left out. Well, it's like, well, they're together. They're together. We already know who's left out. So the game is bad. The host is Kristen Cavallari. Remember her? We Married know. to Jake Familiar. Cutler. Yeah. Um, huh. Didn't know what she was Formerly, I think she was on either the OC or the Hills back in the day. Yeah, I think uh, she was on the Hills. And the, my other favorite thing about Are You the One is there was this host named Ryan Devlin who was just like, you know, a failed actor or whatever. <laughs> like they all are. And, but his role on the show was like he would like scold them. Because all they did was get fucked up, and, and every week they'd have the ceremony, and he'd be like, "You guys need to get it together." <laughs> just intervention time, yeah. real quick. Yeah. It was so. He was like, "You guys are just doing nothing. You're all kissing each other, and you don't know who your match is." And that was what drove the show. Is like this, every week they got like scolded by this like little man who is making like fifty k. Um, We're not gonna stop giving you alcohol, but just yeah. stop drinking so how much they, of it. How do they decide who goes home every week on this show? Yeah. Or, on, or on Are You The One? On Paradise. Because um, I could talk about Are You The One for hours. <laughs> but Paradise, uh, it's like I said, everyone. There's every week everybody in the hotel needs to match up with someone. They have to have a partner that they... To spend the night. Yeah, there's, yeah, there's only rooms for like couples. So everyone has That's a partner, fuck. and then there's one odd man or woman out every week. And oh, if, okay. yeah, so, so then if you that, don't find someone to get exactly, to so fuck... That, 
so that odd in the first episode there's an odd woman out and she has to steal someone else's man basically so she is like she's given two date opportunities like with the bachelor where it's like you're going out to this you're going in a helicopter or whatever uh, except it's like way more low budget than that it's like <laughs> you're going to the beach <laughs> down the road <laughs> here's some bus fare y'all yeah, have exactly. a blast here's some cheese cubes we won't drive you there <laughs> um, and that's the and so like they have the opportunity to be like hey do you want to like fuck me instead of fucking her and the dude's like no actually i have an alliance with her and i prefer her greatly <laughs> uh and that's the whole show also the show is just robots it's just yeah. robots <laughs> well there's like in humans. any of these shows you run into guys who get cast same with the bachelorette where they're like definitely sociopaths oh yeah like because oh, oh. they're all like super jacked and when you get you when you meet those jack guys some of them are are weird some of them are like robot Very nice brain. way of putting it. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? <laughs> but there's this one guy who's just like, well, like he feels nothing. He's like, well, I have an alliance with her. Like, I don't understand what you're trying to do to me. And she's like, I like you. <laughs> I'm trying to say I like. He's like, I'm yeah, but I have, have sex with you. I have an alliance. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's great. Like, I mean, we're gonna talk about that with the Bachelorette too. Watching a bunch of guys with like limited emotional ability try to interact is like the best. TV. Oh, it's incredible! Well, let's, yeah. it's let's, so set, good. let's set the stage for the Bachelorette. So this is like one of the biggest shows right now, which blows my mind a little bit because like I I talk to my brother about the show sometimes, <laughs> and he was telling me about the last season that was, like the finale. Was Are you this talking big... about the Finch jumping? He, it, Dude, it, it was this huge deal where like. He was trying. He was trying to convince me, like, "Wow, they were meant to be. <laughs> they were in love, and she threw away all the rules of the show to be with her man." Mm. Oh wait, I think I'm thinking of The Bachelor. This is not The Bachelorette. Yes, I think we're. Insane. I think I'm thinking the of The la- Bachelor. No, yeah, The Last but... Bachelor. I saw a good amount of it. It was with this fucking idiot. Was The Bachelor? They never pick a good Bachelor. It's always some dumb shit. And you know, who, who would have thought that you couldn't yeah. find a, a guy? Hey, a dude, smart but guy. did you guys know that he jumped a fence? That was the next season. That was this, this that was is, Colton. <laughs> this is what I don't get about this. Like, there's no way that these people are actually in love with each other. Oh, like, come on. I, well, no, it's for they, it's they get together show. for the post interview stuff and all like because they always get in. Like, that's all I really know about is once they whoever wins, whatever couple wins, they go on like a whole like circuit to, yeah. yeah exactly circuit of like they're on shows. every every they day have to be, talk show yeah. they have to be separated from each other for like months afterwards because like paparazzi and shit are always trying to figure out who is the match yeah because the happens. show is still airing well no, yeah. they film it in a week is the thing yeah, <laughs> yeah it's the all, thing it's is though i've yeah. watching this live you're right though that they rarely stay together recently they've had more success where people are starting to like have kids and be married and stuff but because uh, they signed that contract yeah, <laughs> they have to yeah they have to sacrifice a child uh but <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's obviously an insanely flawed premise. That's the problem with the show. My main issue with the show is, like I said, it's trying to be, act like it's in any, any way classy. Where it's trying to do the ballroom gown, the, oh, I'm wearing a tuxedo, so it's okay if I dry hump you. Like, <laughs> so it's, it, and that really prom all me. over There's again. a big veneer to it that really rubs me the wrong way. When it's like, just to, just be like, are you the one and just admit that you're dumb. Well, okay, so my whole thing trash. with the show is because at first I would watch this and like... It was mean to say, but I'd be like, how can anybody watch the show unironically? I don't want to judge anybody who watches whatever TV they watch, because I watch some shit that people would assume that would classify as just garbage. But yeah. you, that but, doesn't mean you have to think that they're actually in love. No, but... You can be invested show, in it. This you can be invested just, in the it's show. It's pure but. entertainment. And, like, especially as somebody who I like watching, like, cringy things and stuff like that, I love shit like well, this. Well, yes, because and that leads in, the, the first episode of every season is the best. Oh, it's always that's the when best. we meet them all. It's like, you know, like, back in the day when you would watch, like, the auditions for American Idol? Yes. And that was always the best right. shit, and then you didn't really care about who won? Yes. That's always how I feel about the beginning part yeah, of the Bachelor. It's the same, season. because every character every person in the show has to introduce themselves to this woman on camera and they have to make an impression within like a couple hours yes so exactly. everybody is like has to be over the top like they have to be like a bit character like there's a guy who made it through whose name is john paul jones and his introduction was he walked out of the limo and said my name is john paul jones my friends call me john paul jones and you can call me john paul jones yeah because not of Led Zeppelin. No, fame. no, 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 no. Every, Completely unrelated. Every season, there's one guy who's a meme, and the producers make her put him through because of that. Or like, there will be one girl who's just obviously there to start shit. 
And like the guy always mm. hates her. Yeah, there's always an enemy. Yeah. Like this year we already have our enemy, uh yeah. Luke P, who just has one of the most punchable faces I've ever okay, seen. Okay, Luke life. P cares about her. I <laughs> This is real. This I'm is... about to go off about <laughs> we, this we guy. Fought Luke P. Uh, <laughs> we fought a mic. we fought a mic. Um Luke <laughs> P is a piece of shit. I hate him. So the whole thing, they always have to have some big drama thing that happens uh, every episode. And this, well, every episode, but specifically in uh, the first episode. And this time they had a guy who was on the Bachelorette. He was a bachelor on there and oh wait, he has a girlfriend at home. What? Yeah. I know. So here's the what thing. is so, the point? No, listen though. So, so a few seasons ago, this actually happened, where this guy's girlfriend contacted the Bachelor people, and she was like, "I want to confront this fucker. Like, let me on the show." And it was really, I still quote it the, to this day to my girlfriend because she comes on, and they're they're all, all the guys are like playing basketball, trying to impress her or whatever, yeah. and she's just sitting in the stands, and then she she comes out and she's like, "Payback's the bitch, isn't it, Demario?" <laughs> 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 And there's this whole confrontation. So basically, they were just trying to recreate that. That's all they were doing. So they found someone who they knew the whole time had was a girlfriend a, yeah. and was texting this girl. Uh, and they had a former Bachelorette contestant that was on this. What's her name? Hannah? Hannah. Yeah, she, it was on Hannah's season because this is a former contestant that's now the Bachelorette. And they have this chick sitting in a van, like a surveillance van, watching footage of all the the guys being like, "Oh, I don't, who, I don't think it's that one. I think it's this one." Or, and meanwhile, she has screenshots of his text messages, so she knows who it is. <laughs> it's an entirely generated conflict just to make Hannah cry. So in that way, it is extremely uh, good television because <laughs> yeah. it's so manipulative and. and Insanely it's like mean. it's either completely staged and faked or like horribly like just so mean well, of a thing to do. Yeah, and I think it, I mean this show has run into that before, where you well, have this these situations that ride that line, where you're getting some of the most entertaining television you could because you're seeing a raw moment. But it's like, oh wait a second, if I'm seeing or, a raw moment. That means these people are actually hurting. Yeah. Well, well, the best version uh, of that is what? the not this past season of The Bachelor, but the season before that, where the guy picked a girl and then was just like, after picking her, was just like, I made a mistake. I want the other girl. And then they show like the whole like sequence of him telling her that she is not the one and that he wants to be with. Oh yeah, and they don't cut. Lauren number like five instead of no Lauren number seven. And that was interesting. Also, extremely manipulative. Yeah. Um, there's a show, there's actually a fictional show called Unreal that's about, like, a fake Bachelor show and all the, like, fucked up manipulation that goes on under, behind the scenes of it. It's like House of Cards meets The Bachelor. It, I re recommend it. It's very melodramatic, way over the top, but it's very fun. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, so this this season, who who you got? So, I'm actually, I'm, I'm buying stock on Cam. Okay. Um, Cam and her, they obviously have good chemistry. I will say, Hannah Brown is actually one of the better contestants, one of the better bachelorettes that we've had. Yeah, I she almost, seems like a real person. That's the thing, like, though. I almost feel bad for her because she seems like she really doesn't know that they're manipulating and her. And she doesn't know that, like, this is just all for ratings and yeah, all this kind like, of stuff. Oh, no. um, I do want to... I gotta pour one out for my guy, Joe the Box King. Uh, this is a guy. He was introduced. He got his own little segment before. Yeah, the Yeah, they do remotes started, where they'll travel to some of their like to only towns. like four. They only pick like four or five guys, and he was one of them. And he like shows up with a warehouse full of boxes. He's like, "I'm Joe the Box King." Yeah, and he has a <laughs> from super, Chicago, super Midwestern. Like, oh, I love my family. I'm Joe. <laughs> like, and it's like the least attractive <laughs> accent to have or persona. Family? Also. Does he have a wife and kids? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's that guy. Kids. <laughs> I want to pour one out for him. I want to pour one out for old Matt Donald. Oh, I um, felt bad for him. Who literally Farmer he guy. rode up on a tractor, um, and then started singing a song, "Old McDonald," but it was old Matt Donald because that's his name is Matt Donald. Yeah, and then and then he just like awkwardly then, walks off the tractor and he's like, "Hi, I'm Matt Donald. Do you get it? Like, that's, <laughs> why, that's why I did all this." And then he goes in there. <laughs> Was one of the hardest times that I laughed because I thought the show was going to take a completely different turn. Was he sitting there? He's just like, I just don't know how I'm going to compete. There's like, there's so many handsome guys here, and I was like, Yo, fuck the Bachelorette. I want to see an orgy happen right now. Like, 
Keep it going, ABC. <laughs> Don't cut. Well, like, let's Disney just see where this Disney night would goes. Say yes. <laughs> There's yeah. a gay guy in the Who MCU no? now with the uh, with the Coens. Um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The very, very canon character. Yes. There. Yeah. Uh, well, a funny thing that happened a couple of seasons ago was when Rachel was on the the first Black Bachelorette. Mm-hmm. She had a really great head on her shoulders, and the guys. There was this guy named Dean who I <laughs> Dean. I I fell for him. He was. Like he's like insanely this insanely attractive dude and he's like he became friends with every single person on the whole show. Like whenever people were fighting, he was like, Hey man, I'm Dean, let's, let's like calm down. And then like it got to his he made it to the final three and that's when the Bachelorette will visit their hometown. Ooh. And she goes to his hometown and he's like, Yeah, so after my mom died, my dad became a sick and he won't talk to me or my family and he just sits at home on a rug and he meditates all day and he doesn't have any money. And so they go to his house and he's just sitting there like being really angry while like meditating. <laughs> that's not how you meditate. And and that week, that's when she dumped him. Because <laughs> oh, she was man. like, I this is a lot. <laughs> Dean, usually uh, you just yeah. go and it's like middle class white people. And like, and he's like, yeah, I don't know. Ever since my mom, I just really need someone to like give me stability because I'm really scared. Uh, we were talking, we were talking about like <laughs> how like, you know, you have to have like certain, like there's an archetype to like every season of The Bachelor. We haven't seen what it is yet, but there's going to be some kind of a big dramatic moment that the entire season revolves around like, with the Bachelor, it was the fence jumping. Yeah, some seasons are better than others. One season there's also, there was a racist. Yeah, no. Well, that's what that was. Not, that was great. I wasn't going to talk about the racist. I was going to say, uh, I do think that's funny that ABC requires them to keep around at least one black guy to make it to like the last yeah. three weeks. <laughs> like when, like, no offense to Hannah, I'm not going to accuse her of anything, but she is a Southern girl from Alabama, so I don't think her like dream husband is a black dude. I could be completely off base on that. I don't know. I'm sorry for casting for judging a woman from Alabama. Well, Hannah, but... Hannah B has had it too good for too long. As <laughs> long as she can carry his baby to term. Yeah. Then... That's all <laughs> Alabama cares about. He's a couple more years in they'll make it illegal, but yeah. for now Don't worry, he's, yeah. he's totally Inter- sterile. Interracial is cool for now. <laughs> all these guys have to have vasectomies before they get on the show. Yeah. <laughs> um but yeah, that it is a definitely a racist show. Like they just had their first Black Bachelorette, and it was like a big deal. And it's like they're like like dec- like over a decade in, and I think in the next two years, if I were to bet now, there will be a gay either Bachelor or Bachelorette. I would say it would be a gay The Bachelor because this show is for like, you know, like it's always on NBC it's, well, or and it's, on ABC. And it's, I would say the target demo for it is like younger to middle aged white women, and they oh, yeah. they love oh, yeah. the gay men. You know the gay men. Well, the white gays. The, gays. the white, yeah, there's only white, white, gays, white yeah. people. Do so you have I would a, say that's going to happen. A favorite. It that's tough because there was really weren't any big standouts. Well, for me. also, I mean, because of the whole drama of pulling a guy out, that did take away time. I felt bad because like there was like six or seven dudes who just didn't even get a chance to make like an impression. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that always happens. There's always some dumb bullshit. I I don't. I'll say I don't like the alpha guy who he currently does have the lead. Like he he made out with her, and I... it was like weird it was like tongue making out yeah no he went in you don't just go in for a first kiss with somebody and then just go try and like tag the back of their throat you with peck. your tongue you just peck yeah you just i mean little, just, she she want to lick on the forehead she's very really into it, though. Like, she likes him a lot and it's because he he's like a classic chad like he's like yeah I'm <laughs> he the literally I'm looks like fucking, chad i will say it. i had an over under of three and a half chads on this show it's way more no 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 Ooh. i meant like a people literally named chad oh. there isn't a single chad i was shocked by it. we have like Usually multiple like tylers four. we have multiple yeah. connors Un- multiple loops you know zero people from the country chad i did notice Ooh. which is really different <laughs> any floridians problematic uh yeah a few miami dudes I think or I might be thinking Represent. about this Paradise Hotel. I was going to say there isn't a lot of uh, Paradise Hotel. All the Hispanic dudes it's funny. There. there is a big difference where these guys are more like, oh, I'm a farmer. Oh, I'm a I'm a businessman. Paradise Hotel. All the dudes are like, you know, hashtag billionaire mindset type guys where they uh, have they're they're super lined up and they're like, I'm a I'm a day trader during the daytime. And I also sell I supplements wish, at night. Well, I wish <laughs> they could find it because there was one guy who's on here who I oh, got. I can't even remember exactly uh, what he looked like. But his whole thing was just like, you know, like I I'm like. I'm an agent for the person who like needs agents. And it's just like, oh, you're in a pyramid scheme, dude. Like yeah. you, you literally work in a pyramid scheme. You really, you meet some really interesting dudes. Hey, my name's Mike. I'm from Gainesville. Um, I don't <laughs> think I'm gonna watch the rest of it because this. I mean, it's better when it's the dudes because watching the dudes like 
try to butt heads. I'm gonna another. watch it as long as John Paul Jones is involved. Yeah, and they'll always make them do something aggressive, so that in the hope that they'll start fighting, there'll be blood that they can show in the teasers the whole season. Yeah, and I think it would be like, oh, we're gonna play Wait, rugby what? today. They show blood. Uh, if if they can get blood out of a contestant, like they instead of blood, they did show an ambulance in the teasers for yeah, this one the because fuck? someone, fuck? yeah, because they make them like literally fight, and then they're like, whoa, drama broke out. What the heck? <laughs> yeah. Like when they just like, have like heat exhaustion or something lame. It's just like well, that, yeah, that's what happens. Is the guy will have like a scraped knee, and they'll show like blood pouring, and it'll be like, damn. And that happens in like episode twenty. And the other <laughs> the other main characteristic of the show is the teasers. Every single commercial break, it is teasing the very last scene in the episode, which is when there will be like a guy who scrapes his arm or whatever. And also, they before and after every episode, they'll plug the whole season. So it'll be like next week on The Bachelor, and then it'll be shit that's going to happen in like three months. Like it's. It's the most exploitive method of getting people to tune in. It works, though. It does. <laughs> it, yeah, it works. But I don't think I'm going to watch the rest of it. I might. I mean, I'm going to tune in now I'll, and then. I'll but I'm, yeah, I'll, ch- I'll check in it's, with it. It's great garbage, but there is actually you better know, garbage Game out there. Game of Thrones is leaving air, so like, I need a new thing to just have of in my Of the life. same caliber. And this is just as... I think this might be better. Yeah. I think I'm going to yeah. go ahead and say this is better. All right. Well, I think we can wrap it up there, boys, with The Bachelorette on ABC. And we'll keep your coverage here on We Bought a Mic as it heats up and is blood is shed, yeah. apparently. Someone's going to the hospital for, like, shingles. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they got hit the measles. They never got- <laughs> it's an anti-vax guy is on there. He's just like, yeah, so um, I never got my TV shot, so it looks like everybody has tuberculosis now. <laughs> Can you guys lower the lights a little bit? My eyes hurt. It's just- <laughs> Drama in the mansion. <laughs> Hit us up on Twitter uh, with any takes you have about the 2018 film Tag, starring all our favorite Avengers and mm. non-Avengers. Our favorite Avenger. Yes. <laughs> well, yes. Hannibal best. was in the MCU. He's a gym teacher. Yes, yeah, that's yeah, right. right. Yeah. The most like resigned gym teacher ever. Um, Spot on. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, that's it. Thanks for listening. You guys, uh, you guys want to plug anything? Anything happening in your lives? No, no, everything's good. Right. We had a cookout today. There were some pork chops. There was some fire. They were crispy. There was a lot of fire. There was a lot yeah. of, fire. Not a lot of fire. fires. Some singed bacon. Yeah. Uh, all right. Check out our review of John Wick Three and our takes on the last episode of Game of Thrones. Until the spinoffs. Yeah. But we won't do episodes for that. Uh, we might. Uh, I think we're actually well. Okay, big announcement, guys. We're changing our live discussion. It's gonna be coming out a day later. We're gonna do a live episode of each episode of The Bachelor. I'm breaking this news onto you, Ernest. Now, so you have to record it because you okay. have the pod studio. At I'm your not house. gonna watch You're it. You're going to watch it. Season actually, one till now. You know Let's go. It'll be even better. Don't watch it and then come on the pod with your takes. Okay, okay, okay. I yeah, that sounds like a better idea. All right, we bought a mic, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and Gmail. Hit us up, uh, and we will be back with a spicy new episode next week. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye.